Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle, and I am your host. So today the title is How Does Prayer Work? So first of all, let me promise this, that this is just my limited perception. So I am not saying that there are other ways that it could not work, or if you have a different thought or idea, that's also valid, okay? This is just my perspective of what I think, first of all, what prayer is, so we'll start there, and then what it does, and then I'm going to give you some examples, okay? So uh, when you pray, okay, and this could be asking a higher power, whatever you label that, for something uh, with thoughts or words or images, right? So you can use your imagination, you can use visualization, um, definitely connecting with that emotionally. Uh, you can send energy, okay? Uh, especially color energy. Um, there's a ton of science and research out there that, that explains um, the different frequencies of colors. Um, there's actually color and light therapy. You can just Google that. You'll, you'll find all kinds of information on it. Um, and so it will, you know, it can affect different, you know, body places and diseases and issues and things like that. So however you choose to look at it and in whatever form you do prayer, what is happening is an instantaneous charge of powerful energy from your connection to your higher power. So what is happening is that you know, typically, you know, when you're thinking about this person, your higher power has either put them on your mind or, or maybe right here in front of you, uh, has created a connection and asked you to step into the gap. So you surrendered, you said, I'm going to take a moment here, uh, stop everything that I'm doing, uh, step into the gap for this person, I'm going to hold safe space, and I'm going to do what little I can. Uh, so you could say, you know, I can't heal your disease, I can't fix your relationship issue, I can do this, okay? That is co-creating. So your higher power and you are, are joining together to hold safe space for this person, now, you personally do not heal, save, fix, or change this person. So I want to be very clear on that. There are some energy healers out there that actually do a great job on, on the whole energy healing thing. You know, they, they actually can show um, results because they're following universal laws. And whenever you do, you know, you, you get the result. However, the attitude that they have is that I did that. I healed them. No, you didn't heal them. You can't do anything. You stepped into the gap and held safe space and you let the, the power from your something higher than you do the work, you didn't heal, fix, save, or change them at all. But you, you connect, you, you send, you know, what your prayers, your thoughts, your energies, your vibes, whatever you send it. And the rest is up to the other person. Here's the, the kicker. It's like a triangle. So you've got your higher power, you and the other person. So you can step into that safe space and, and um, you know, your higher power can send all the loving energy, angels, whatever to help. But until the other person accepts that, whether they consciously accept it or their spirit accepts it, nothing's going to happen. So e even our higher powers are limited by our free will choice and our willingness level. Okay. Changes are really based on that person's awareness level, um, their ability to receive what is being given, and also their choice of what to experience in life. Okay. 
So we can uh, think we know what's best for them, pray for that outcome, and not see it happen, and we wonder why. It has nothing to do with your higher power or you not doing the work. The other person has free will choice to decide what's going to happen in their life. Let me give you some examples. A couple years ago, I was sitting in a Bob Evans restaurant, uh, and uh, I received a message. I, I was told about this little girl that was there. Uh, she was maybe 15 months old. A beautiful little girl, but uh, I had a messenger come and, and share a message and basically said, um, this little girl in, in two years' time is going to, to get cancer. Um, she's going to get a certain pediatric cancer. Uh, she's going to be very ill. She's going to have, you know, a rough road, uh, but she will be healed. Um, her her path, no matter how bad it got, she will be healed. And I said, well, what, what do you want me to do? Uh, and I was supposed to send loving vibes and thoughts and prayers for the mom and for the community because this was going to be um, something that the community was going to rally around this little girl. And there was going to be a lot of spiritual and emotional healing that was going to happen throughout this little girl's journey. But I was also told she's going to keep her um, bubbly spirit that no matter how bad things would get, she would keep that spirit and that that was what was going to really inspire other people. And so, you know, when you when you get that kind of message, you're like, uh, OK, you want me to tell her? And they're like, no, 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 don't tell her. OK, all right. Uh, I don't know why, but uh, OK. So. I began to, you know, support this family and I have multiple times since then. Every time I think about them, I, I send them tons of love and energy. Um, but here's the thing is that, you know, many people are going to pray for her healing, which is great. There's nothing wrong with that, but she's not going to need it because it's already done. Her path is already set. Her healing is going to, to happen, but you know, we can definitely pray for that family. Or, you know, years ago, I would, um, you know, coming from a, a religious background, I would uh, see maybe a, a guy who was working on the road or up on a light pole or something, and I would pray for him to be safe, right? Because I was taught praying for people's safety is, is a good thing. And again, that's not wrong or bad. Um, but as I've progressed, I've realized that, you know, what if that guy falling off the pole and breaking a leg puts him in a position that is basically, you know, a, a better position in life. What if it allows him for more healing in the rest of his body, right? How do I know what this person needs? Maybe safety isn't what he needs. Maybe he needs an injury to have some sort of revelation. I don't know. And so I began to um, basically pray for him that he would, you know, have whatever he needed for the next stage of his development. And if that was safety, great. And if it wasn't, that was good too. Now I'm not praying for, for him to be, you know, unsafe or anything, but, um, in reality, it's just a different way of looking at it and saying, Ooh, yeah, I don't know what's best for him. Right. I'll give you another example. I have a friend who is extremely conservative in her religious views, which again, that's her decision. She gets to, to do that. And the other day, um, you know, we were talking, I mean, I don't know how we got started talking about it, but basically she said that one of the prayers that she's been having right now is that there would be no divorce ever, ever. 
And um, I was like, okay, that that's interesting. Uh, and so she gave me her viewpoints on that. And I said, okay, I totally understand that. And um, just so you know, I'm not sure that that prayer is ever going to get answered because that's you and, you know, maybe your higher power standing together, but other people also have that free will choice about how to take that in. Uh, and I explained to her, my, my friend who has the two young children who I've referenced several times on this episode or this podcast where, um, you know, she's in a very abusive relationship. And I said, so would it be more appropriate for her to stay in that marriage? And in her religious mind, she couldn't kind of justify that. And I said, you know, the, we all get to decide what kind of life we're living. And so you can pray all you want, but if that person has decided uh, consciously or unconsciously that they need to experience something in life, it does not matter what you pray for. So what we want to do is we want to pray for the best and highest outcome for all involved. Okay, that's the best prayer, honestly. Whatever the best and highest outcome is for all the people involved here and be of service, right? Um, if that's in your best interest and highest good, be of service to them because that's part of it too. You know, not just saying a prayer, but stepping in and, you know, doing something or just sending love, right? I promise you, no matter what you're praying for, first of all, don't, don't rely on, uh, an answer. I guess what is what I'm trying to say, because what's your responsibility? When you feel led to do any sort of prayer or energy work, your responsibility is to do that, right? So step in, do that. Um, do it with love. Do it with service. Uh, you know, if, if there's anything else that you can do after that, do that too. Uh, but don't get attached to the outcome because there's more than just you. There's more than just your higher power at play here. That other person gets to decide. So step in with love and you'll never go wrong. Okay. That, in my opinion, is how prayer works. So take it or leave it, do with it whatever you'd like. All right, so with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right, bye-bye.